0: back As Liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves Pray God will bless some way out of this mess We must take miracle back Lord knows they'll try to silence our voices They'll pretend to be patriots fighting for fairness for all. But they're not even fit to hold office. What they believe doesn't fit with freedom at all. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington see before it's too late there's not long we need leaders who lead us not stick us and bleed us and ransom our future and our children's that's wrong we must even go
1: back all right we're back this is the national intel report john stat program your guest host Eric Shine sitting in for John today. Um, you really need to look at the history. Like even the guy who started um, Zoom, uh, he's Chinese, and you know nothing against immigration and doing it properly um, and going through the immigration system so we know who's here. Uh, you know we used to have not only the Ellis Island out in uh, on the East Coast in New York, but we used to have one here in California name, basically the same thing, in Ellis Island, California, um, where we used to teach. And this actually helped out uh, immigration was a good thing because oftentimes those who were immigrating to the United States, they had to learn English, they had to learn arithmetic, they had to learn our Constitution and Bill of Rights and how our system was set up. You talk to people today, it's like Article 1, Article 2, Article 3, it's like, uh, what newspaper are those in? Um, They don't understand their own system of self-governance and how we have a legislature, not this uh, administrative bureaucracy, this fourth branch of government that has has been created. And this goes back to, um, uh, I want to say it was Wilson, who had actually gone to Prussia and studied how well Prussia used the administrative state, something that England fought against. Lord Coke and more in creating the separation of powers, et cetera. But that's still a constitutional monarchy. We are not a constitutional monarchy. Part of the whole, you know, North American Union and, and you know, that was going on. There was currency that was actually created, the Amero and more, um, was to, you know, marry us into through Canada and Canada and the United States and Mexico being married together into one trade pact, or what would become eventually from that trade pact, NAFTA and more, uh, one nation uh, using security and commerce to marry independent states uh, together into one bigger state, carry on this change of state, carry on this general bankruptcy, and strip mine everything that was part of the public treasury asset. That's what a lot of this move to privatization is about. Certain things should not be you know, the roads, it's one thing to have private contractors come in and the government through, whether it's bonds or whatever other means, and through apportionment, meaning that you raise the money and spend the money. Like, even now, um, tax and spend has become a bad thing. That, that's a good thing. You, you you carry on and have a fiscal year where you tax and spend that money, and you don't use credit cards and have 23 25 27 trillion dollar debts hanging out there over the great great grandchildren of you know your family members and the family members of others this book and i'm getting into it it was like brave new world and and aldous huxley and uh, 1984 george Orwell, the shield of achilles war peace and the course of history when I was caught up in a lot of this stuff going on back in um, 2000, 2001, 2002, three went on up to 2014, and I've dealt with people like Ted Olson, who was the Solicitor General uh, between 2001 and 2004, and I know a lot about these people. I've had to study them. But a little bird whispered in my ear the title of this book, and, and I'm, I'm using that as a euphemism, as a uh, you know uh, way to make the point, um, this book gets into exactly what they're going to do, and what they are doing is to remove us from, and separate us from, our own government. And that's exactly what's going on. It goes to the bigger issue of taking down the government, take ch- uh, you know, carrying on a change of state, not only to something new, like uh, the USSR is an example that I use a lot, where the Soviet Union, the former Soviet Union, the USSR, when that was taken down, and the wall came down in Berlin, and Germany was reunified, and, you know, if you're German, don't take um, umbrage against me pointing this out, um, because it's the royal families I'm talking about, and it goes back to King Ferdinand and placement of uh, members of the House of Habsburg. In his book, The Shield of Achilles, Philip Bobbitt talks about control of europe and if you control europe you pretty much predominantly control the world i don't need to point out things like the boxer rebellion and more and taiwan and you know japan and etc 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 and world history and how you know the term the sun never set on the english or british empire united kingdom um he gets into in his book a number of issues um Hey, but you have to look at who this guy is. He was a former director of Central Intelligence here in the United States for infrastructure. He was educated much like you know Bill Clinton, uh, a Rhodes scholar via Cecil Rhodes, to beer Diamond mines uh the rothschilds gold um i I have to stop myself and mention this because um the 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 company that bought Chrysler back and Chrysler controlled the M1A1 Abrams main battle tank, at a point. It was sold off and spun off to General Dynamics. This back in the 1990s. Um, so that the sale could go through of Chrysler to the Germans. The company that bought Chrysler back from the Germans uh, was a company called Cerberus. And that is the mythological Greek three-headed dog that guards Hades, or Hell. And what kind of a mofo is going to name their company... After the three-headed dog that he guards hell, uh, well, people like John Snow, a former Secretary of the Treasury who took over and started to run uh, Cerberus, which was started in the early 1990s, and you can look into this company. And it's, it's basically like the Carlisle Group. Uh, it takes assets and uses war to add value to them, like you know General Dynamics or a military federal contractor. Um, Cerberus bought Albertsons, Grocery food chain. Look at what's going on in the world today with riots and food shortages, and uh, you know shelves that are bare uh, or almost bare, or where there's one item up. I mean, you go into any of these stores now; these are they're they're carrying on, uh, and, and this goes to the issue even with the, the bricks being um, you know put out at these protests, where you have people that are they're spending a lot of money. This money's coming from somewhere. And and, uh, supposedly AG Barr and uh, Trump and others are looking into some of the stuff that's going on um, with these uh, groups that are highly organized, well-funded, and whatever um, purpose they serve, anti-fascist, Antifa, and others, at some point that might have been good. Don't think so. I think it was actually started Um, and given the cover of being quote-unquote anti-fascist, which it's anything but. Um, It's an anarchist organization from everything I can tell. Um, But you need to look at who these people are, where they came from. Um, This guy who's telling us, a lot of people thought that, uh, I think it was Aldous Huxley, um, that he was one of them. And I think it was, whether he was given access to, hung out with some of the people, much like this Philip Bobbitt, I think Bobbitt's one of them and in his book, War Peace, or The Shield of Achilles, War Peace in the Course of History, he gets into how the Habsburgs, German royalty, have controlled European history for the last 1,300 years. I'm not saying this. This is one of their people. And if you really start to peel back, the, the Windsors, they were called Saxe Coburg, Gotha, before they changed their name to Windsor. They changed their name in the middle of World War One for a reason, um, speaking of World War I, the first Coast Guard Commandant, Admiral Berthof, nothing against Germans. Again, this goes to royalty and those who serve royalty. Our founders hated royalism in any and all forms, and those who served them, that's why they you know, tried to push for the Tiles of Ability Act in 1806. It, it, even a lot of this was in the original constitutions, and our constitutions, our, our founding fathers are... Being blamed for being uh, for starting slavery, which they weren't. They were born into a system that preexisted, that was started by the crown, the the royal families, um, and they saw like Jefferson, you know, gave up his slaves uh, in the midst of all this when doing that was not acceptable. Um, you know, our founding fathers are being attacked for setting up something different, something separate, something that could put the hands of government into any and all those who sought it, you know, of, by, and for the people. Um, He again gets into the federal reserve, Archie Morgan, um, uh, a a member of the Morgan family that I came up against myself related to JP Morgan. That's why I uh, know so much about these people and what they're up to and what they're trying to do Um, in setting us against each other here in the United States to take down our Republic, to take down our system of self-governance. They've already morphed and changed the system dramatically to where they're shutting down our court systems, trying to get into our court system for something that should be encouraged as to a civil dispute between parties and handling it in there as a public trust, just like a, a public library, um, uh, our court systems are being taken down, unfunded, underfunded to where more and more and more and more is, I mean, our legislature is not writing the, the laws anymore. We, we are allowing the executive branch under administrative law. And I'm going to throw out another good book here. A uh, uh, Columbia law professor Philip Homberger, he wrote a book called is administrative law unlawful. And I've, you know, texted, or not texted, but emailed back and forth to the professor, I've tried to get him to get out and speak more about, you know, how administrative law is unlawful, unconstitutional. That's what they're using in this whole COVID-19 thing. The executive branch is not supposed to be carrying on trials or tribunals. It's not supposed to be using administrative law, which is the, the law of the kings, you know, which Lord Koch in a constitutional monarchy fought against, even the constitutional monarchy, their administrative law judges are members of the judiciary, the Article Three judiciary. So even in a constitutional monarchy, they know better the separation of powers issues than we do, where we have administrative law judges who are not only in the branch of military, like the Coast Guard, um, who are administering civilian law. They're using... These executive branch article two police commissioners, for want of a better term, to administer, regulate police, enforce, adjudicate, and even by doing that make civilian law, so they've taken administrative law, which is unlawful unconstitutional because you're allowing the executive branch the article two branch of government to make the law and it's been this way since. World War II has been going on, and even in England, eighty um, percent of the laws that we have came from Europe, England. Uh, I mentioned Posse Comitatus. I mentioned Keating, which gets into federal contracting violations. It gets into Abraham Lincoln. It gets into the Civil War. Gets into war profiteering, which of course gets into the Bushes and more. Um, you know, Samuel and Prescott Bush—they had three companies shut down by FDR in the middle of World War II for trading with the enemy, trading with the Nazis. Uh, One of the companies was assimilated into American President Lines, APL. It's that big, you know, golden eagle that you see. It looks more like a phoenix, but it's a golden eagle from Rome. Um, uh, You see the uh, acronym APL, which is American President Lines, um, has a hand in on this because Hamburg America Lines, one of the three companies or corporations that was shut down in the middle of World War II for trading with the enemy was gifted back to the Bush family, but it was also assimilated and incorporated into APL. And when you look at this, um, uh, secretary of the treasury, uh, uh, Andrew Card, he went to my Academy at King's point. Um, I hate to even call him a fellow King's pointer. Uh, he helped sell APL to Neptune Orient lines Uh, overseas, which was uh, predominantly owned by the Singaporean government. They were literally basically selling it to themselves with a foot in on it themselves and now have sold it to a corporation in France where they're taking these enormous shipping companies, American shipping companies, and selling them as a U.S. Treasury asset for want of a better term um, because of the amount of taxpayer subsidies that go into to protect Uh, constitutional rights, Bill of Rights, due process, and more uh, within that. um, To give you an example, I'm not making this up as far as labor contracts, federal contracts, uh, things that our founders even saw. Federal maritime officers in the United States merchant marine commercial vessels under American flag, which is considered sovereign soil, which we don't have much of that anymore uh, because it's being taken down from within and from without. Um, they work on what are called shipping articles. They were enacted in 1791. They're articles of agreement much like what a U.S. ambassador works on or under when they're at a U.S. embassy overseas. These were created by the very first Congress that sat from 1789 to 1791. It also passed the federal the uh, Judiciary Act, which formed our Article III branch of government. So the very same Congress that passed the Judiciary Act of 1789 that formed our Article Three branch of government, also passed something that's still supposed to be enforced today, but it's not. It's under attack. Our shipping articles were enacted in 1791 by that very same Congress. This is a cabotage law. It is a law of the sea. You get into maritime law and gold French flags and whatever. One of the reasons a, a federal court has a gold French flag, because it can also... Not that it always does, but that it can also sit in and under admiralty. But our courts are being taken down and used against all of these systems to protect not only the United States Merchant Marine, our federal maritime officers, our country, due process of law. Um, You cannot protect and blow the whistle on things going on in the United States Merchant Marine, as an example, unless you are well-provisioned for, well-protected. I mean, even, you know, and I, the teachers' union is one of the biggest, um, I think, unions out there. The unions, to a large extent, have been taken over by organized crime. I hate to say that. Uh, the Church Commission got into this, or the Church Committee, in the 1950s. Um, it was basically shut down at some point. Uh, even in World War II, um, our government allowed You know, uh, the perfect example is on the waterfront, the movie with um, Brando. Uh, It's true. It's real. It goes to just some of the issues that were going on at the time. But the um, waterfront was basically turned over to the mob to control uh, and have their hand in on everything going on. And it's gotten so bad that the representation of unions from 38% is now at 6%. And what's left is pretty corrupt. Anyways, uh, we're going to break. We'll be right back. I'm going to open it up for callers. I may jump on a couple other topics. Trying to cover a lot of different bases now.
2: Uh, Going to break. ...the theft and cybercrimes on the rise. Your passwords, your identity, and even your physical location can be revealed to complete strangers. Would you like to surf the Internet anonymously and not have to worry about these threats? Well, now you can by visiting PatriotInternet.com. For about $2 per month, PatriotInternet.com will conceal your IP address and your physical location, allowing you to browse the web, send emails, and instant message anonymously. PatriotInternet.com will bypass filters, block sites, and keyword blocking. As a listener of RBN, you're surely
3: concerned about being informed and being ready for whatever may come. Please consider the following questionnaire as a soul-jarring wake-up call. If you answer no to more than two of these following questions, you probably aren't going to make it through any major disruption in our country. The questions were compiled by people that have been there. Are you really ready? Do you own your own firearm for the primary defense and protection of you and your loved ones? Have you ever been professionally trained to stand against life-threatening behavior? Have you ever practiced enough to fire 500 rounds during a two- to four-day time frame, day and night? Can you load, unload, fire, and clear a jam in total darkness? Have all the adults in your household been professionally trained? Are you, life and death, comfortable with your abilities with pistol, revolver, shotgun, and rifle? Are you aware that everything that you do to prepare for an emergency is a waste of time, money, and energy? If you haven't owned your abilities to their highest level to protect and keep what you have, do you have the repair parts that will most likely be needed for each of your firearm, and do you have the ability to install those parts? Could you completely clean every firearm you own? Are you aware that your body won't go where your mind hasn't been? In other words, without proper training, followed by regular practice, you probably will not win a gunfight. Well, how did you measure up? Take the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to start correcting your deficiencies by receiving your Commander Lifetime Membership with Front Sight Firearms Training Facility. A one-time donation to RBN for $500 We'll give you a Commander Lifetime membership at Front as a tremendously huge thank you bonus. See details on RBN's webpage to make it happen. The clock is ticking. You had better be ready before it happens.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, this is uh, National Intel Report, John Stapp Program. This is Eric Schein, sitting in for John uh, as a guest host today. Uh, I thank John and the network, and I appreciate um, the hospitality. Uh That song, um, and that's why I came back like that, was um, the lyrics to it was, you know, being found in a foreign land. And that's one reason why maritime officers... Uh, and, Mike, yeah, I'm getting that now. Um, I'm seeing your post. Um, federal maritime officers were uh, to be allowed great access to our court system um, as federal maritime officers, as officers in the United States Merchant Marine. Um, because, it, you know, if we could be gone back in the days in the 1700s, you could be gone around the world and be gone for five to ten years. Um we nowadays usually get like a 90 day job that could, you know, there were in the first Gulf war, uh, you could get on an oil tanker over there that was being run under American flag, but it was Saudi or Kuwaiti owned, et cetera, and get stuck on it because nobody wanted to be over there. And it would be called as say a 90 day job, um, or even six months. And you could end up on the ship for years without relief. Um, Uh, and I can go into a lot of issues into shipping and shipping out and the shipping and union halls and uh, protecting the union halls with baseball bats and all kinds of other fun stuff. Um, But let me go to, uh, I'm going to go to Mark in Philly, got to love Philly. I hope he's got something patriotic to say. Um, Anything related to the Merchant Marine and or our maritime nation and where we sit right now with our shipyards, like Philly shipyard and others being turned over to, foreign interests, um, like Kavarner and more, which puts at us in great, uh, uh, danger to where our in- infrastructure, our maritime bound infrastructure is being taken over by international interests. Uh, Mark in Philly, welcome.
4: Hello. Uh, it's my first time hearing you. Um, uh, uh, I'm a veteran also, um, I'm Peace. I'm calling you from Philly, uh, but I'm originally from the Midwest, uh, the Ozarks. Nice. Uh, the Ozark Mountain Daredevils. Anyway, uh, I I learned three years ago. Uh, I happen to have been adopted, so I learned three years ago about my father's side, and it turns out that uh, well, I knew my older brother was had served in Vietnam, sixty nine, seventy one. Turns out my father, my natural father, was in World War Two at the very end. And he was just old enough to get in. His father, my grandfather, went in two days after Pearl Harbor. He was 41 years and nine months. The age cutoff back then was 42. He went in two days after Pearl Harbor. And my great-great-grandfather, who was originally from Pennsylvania, uh, served in the Civil War. And he was uh, in the Battle of the Wilderness. Which was his first battle. And the first day of the battle, he was captured, taken prisoner, and taken to Andersonville where he was a prisoner of war for 11 months. And uh, that connected the dots big time for me, because when I was younger and I had no idea about my father's history, I I,
5: uh,
4: I learned that, because uh, I, I had a, dis- a great distaste for the Civil War from the time I was very young, and then when I was in my 30s, I started having nightmares about the Civil War. So the thing is, I very much appreciate what you're saying about the uh, a lot of information and connecting the dots, and uh, also that your willingness to go down the rabbit hole and go to the roots, the root issues, which are key. I mean, you've covered a lot of information, uh, and I'm just really in- incredibly impressed. And uh, so uh, and and uh, I was in the Navy, uh, 78 to 82. I was a radar tech for the A-6 aircraft. And uh, in boot nice. camp, I was encouraged to sir. become an officer. Well, thank you as well. I, I was encouraged to become an officer in boot camp and I was encouraged to become an officer when I went through my A school and then when I got to my squadron. I said, well, I'll see how it goes. So the thing is that uh, uh, here, the big, the big, big Connect the Dots moment for me because I was wondering for a long time what in the world is happening to our country and who's causing it. It, it seemed to be all over the map until I learned about June 8th 1967, meaning that I was Navy and learning about that. Uh, and one of the survivors... makes me think of the Liberty. The Liberty. The and it turns out that the, one of the survivors uh, was, back, was back in Missouri, and a friend of mine had learned about him, and he was the one that told me about the USS Liberty. And when I, when I went down the rabbit hole of this, I said, how in the world can our greatest, greatest, greatest buddy-buddy ally do that to us? And,
1: uh, how without an apology developing? or without acceptance or without, you know, reparations or anything, they shot a uh, Navy intel
4: ship. Yeah, knowingly, although later they said it was mistaken identity, uh, uh, during their six-day war with Egypt. And they were trying to draw us in, I guess, to, you know, try to get us on, you know, go with right. them to fight the Egyptians. Uh So, but the thing is, uh, being uh, that I was in the Navy and I, you know, we had these transponders and transponders are the ones that identify friend or foe. So Israel saying that they didn't know that it was us is absolutely, abhorribly ridiculous. Why would they lie? That's a big Uh, question. And then why, then why would. Mark,
1: Mark, hold on one sec. We're going to break. The music's coming up.
4: Okay. I just want to
1: mention to you about, and hold on, we'll get back to you after the break. Is about what you mentioned about one of your relatives was uh, Pat Tillman. And what happened with him and uh, one of your relatives going in right after um, Pearl Harbor
2: you are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org
8: Extend your life with ExtendoVite. Extendivite really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. Nikki, great product. Have to try it for a few months to see results. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I have noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from carpal tunnel. I will continue to buy the product. Ken Peaks, five out of five stars. Works as advertised. This formula is very powerful. Be careful to follow directions. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure has stabilized and my lower edema has reduced. Lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. Thank you. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with
0: ExtendoVite.
1: All right. It's Republic Broadcasting Network, National Intel Report, John Stoutmiller's program. And I just want to listen to that music now. I don't know if it's um the board op mic and or if it's John, but you guys got some great music going on on the network. Um, had a caller just before the break, uh, Mark in Philly. I want to mention one thing and then go back to Mark about um, what I mentioned about Pat Tillman before the break and what happened to him and, and similar to his um, kin who went in right after 9-11, or not 9-11, but um, Pearl Harbor, and we think of Project for a New American Century and, and uh, Quail and Wolfensohn and uh, Wolfowitz and blah, 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 blah the 11 wars throughout the Middle East that they wanted to get us into and have gotten us into uh, permanent war, which is towards taking the country down. But Alex Kaczynski was the chief counsel for the office of special counsel back in the seventies. And he was actually uh, charged with protecting whistleblowers. And rather than doing that, which was his job, that's what he was. That's, you know, his, uh, what do you call that? A, uh, not a POS or whatever, but you know, basically the, uh, definition of what his job description was, was to protect whistleblowers office of special counsel, chief counsel for the special counsel. Congress found out that he was actually attacking whistleblowers using something called the Malik manual to do that. You can look it up, find it at, I don't think you can find anywhere out there the whole manual. It's, uh, I think it's only about 40 pages long, maybe a little bit more than that, but he had it on his desk, Congress found out about this. He was censured, booted from his position, fired by Congress, both houses, the uh, House and Senate. Um, and then he finds his way. He gets appointed by Ronald Reagan, who was knighted by the crown, uh, to become a Ninth Circuit justice and is sitting on and was recently removed for... Called pedophilia, but sexual misconduct. Uh, He he was the chief justice on the Ninth Circuit. Um, This is a guy who is breaking the country, not doing his job, who's doing 180 degrees out, and he gets rewarded. And this went on with Bybee, one of the guys that wrote the torture memo. He's on the Ninth Circuit now. Uh, uh, You, John You, is making television appearances, and he's one of the other guys that um, you know helped write the torture memo for uh, Bush, making it legal for us to do what we don't do. Sorry, we don't go. We don't need to go there. Uh, we're smarter than that. We're better than that. Um, we can find information and intel without torturing people. And most people know and understand that torture gives you bad intel, bad information, because people just want it to stop. Um with that said and go back to Pat Tillman and what happened with Pat and your family member um joining the military, you know, hearing the call to defense right after Pearl Harbor, uh, going back to Mark in Philly real quick, and then I want to go to Laura in Michigan. Mark.
4: Yes, I'm here? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well first of all I'd like to ask you, your name your name is Eric?
1: Yeah, Shine, S H I N E.
4: Okay. Uh, may I ask uh, whereabouts you grew up in in the country? Uh,
1: my parents are from Massachusetts. My um, father's from Boston. He was Golden Glove boxer when he was a kid. Grew up on the southeast side, rough, rough and tough. Um, he went to West Point. Uh, only stayed there for two years and then left. He was over in Japan right after the bombs were dropped, and uh, he worked for General Dynamics, et cetera, et cetera. He got his you know a number of degrees. Um, he left. West Point after two years and then graduated from Northeastern back there. My mom, her family had a roller rink in Taunton, Massachusetts, but I was born and raised in San Diego, California. I'm from the South. Oh, San Diego.
4: Yeah. yeah that, that was Sam. interesting. I just got, I just got off a friend of mine who's, uh, who, uh, came to the Midwest, but he, uh, grew, he grew up in El Cajon, uh, when he was younger and now he's back in San Diego. He's a master technician for yachts. Anyway, uh, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Nice. But uh, on the on the note of the the uh, English thing, uh, I would like to say this: fee fi fo fum I smell the blood of an Englishman. His name yeah. is King George, and he never left.
1: That's right. <laughs> and a lot okay, of these so, people. No, but a lot of these people are beholding too. And I can go through a whole long laundry list, like like. Um, Newt Gingrich, who carried on the war on the American people, or whatever you want to call it, the war for the American people, or blah, 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 Um, he helped bring Rupert Murdoch into the United States, who has taken over much of U.S. media. He's got 1,200 or 1,800 uh, television and uh, radio stations and more, huge conglomerate. He built his media empire in Australia as a subject of the crown, who was helped and brought here into the United States, who used his leverage, as sponsored by the Crown, to take over a good portion of Fox News. I mean, that's Rupert Murdoch. Uh, You look at everything that's gone on, and it points back to England and Germany. And it's not – there's a lot of good Germans out there. I'm not picking on a a people or anything. Um, A lot of really smart uh, Germans – um, that goes for just about any race or ethnicity or people or wherever you're born from or come from or whatever. Um, it's about the royal families who want the rest of us to be feudal vassals. And that's what this new corporate state is about. It's, it's again, recreating uh, uh, it's a new world or old world order uh, of things to where we have no rights. We are not sovereigns. We are not citizens. We are subjects. And rather than having uh, the law protect us and provide for us uh, as needed, um, whether it be a commerce clause or whatever, um, it's going to be as subjects under a corporatocracy that is I mean, even when uh, Zuckerberg was before Congress, Congress is asking him what he's going to do instead of telling him what they're going to do to shut down these monopolies. Yeah,
4: Mark. Well, well, uh, like hopefully, to, I'll be I'd on like again.
1: No,
4: go ahead. I'd like to ask you. I'd like to ask you something. Uh, 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 my my email. I'll,
1: I'll put this out. My email is uploadinthezone at gmail dot com. U p l o a d i n t h e z o n e at gmail Use that. Anyone else? Use that. You can contact me directly. Go ahead. Sorry.
4: OK. All right. Uh, so the thing is that uh, the appearance of things is uh, and uh, many of us are con- confused because we don't know, well, who's doing this? Who's doing that? Who's doing a lot of manipulation going on? So but by appearance, uh, many people are confused. And so my daring is to say, who is the real enemy? Who are they really? Because they're 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 incredible chameleons incredible. They have infiltrated our government. They have infiltrated our corporations. They have infiltrated our places of learning. They're the ones that form the the medical system, which by the way, the VA medical system is the largest healthcare provider in the United States. But we paid for that.
1: We we paid for that medical system because a lot of, rather than giving a person a $10 raise, uh, an hour or whatever, they worked it out to where these public trusts that were you know you can even go into the orphanages and and, and welfare system or whatever which is taken on you know warfare has a better name than welfare um welfare is a bad thing it's about drugs and whatever um they've they've completely turned the system on its head um let me go back to, I'll let you finish your thought and then I want to go to Laura in Michigan sorry about
4: that okay okay sure so the thing is that uh uh, the majority of veterans uh, who go to the VA, I thought, well, they go for medical reasons. Well, no, they go for psychiatry. They go for the mental health. So then you've got to look in, so who actually controls the VA system? Psychiatry. Okay, then you say, well, who started psychiatry? Yeah, exactly. Go deep into, go deep into that one. And, and and now what are they putting on us? They're going to try to put on us. Big Pharma is going to try to put on us. This is a war. Well, that, gets,
1: that gets into the DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistics Manual, uh, that the APA created. They they put stuff in there by a show of hands at a meeting of the American Psychiatrist Association. Um, I'm not uh, uh, a Scientologist myself, for whatever reason, and I, I'm not going to say anything about Scientology. Um, I, I can't because I'm under... Uh, contract as an actor, I had to sign uh, waivers to say that I would not besmirch the name of Scientology because I had actually worked for them, uh, just doing okay. you know stupid stuff, whatever, as an actor. Um, but with that said, they are very anti-psychiatry. And if you look into the whole issue of psychiatry, there's actually a museum in Hollywood called the Uh, Museum of Psychiatry or something like that. It's on Hollywood Boulevard. But it gets into, like, not even using leeches and all kinds of other stuff, but lobotomies. You know, uh, uh, Jack Murphy, the character that Jack Nicholson played in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, his character was built off a bunch of case studies by Ken Kesey, who wrote the book. Um, Murphy's character was a merchant seaman. Chief's character was an Indian. Both of those people got free health care from the Department of Health and Human Services, because they were in these special classes that were, you know, considered wards of the federal government, they got free lobotomies with that free health care. Do you, do you want free health care?
4: Right, exactly.
1: And by, oh, the, and by the way, just a,
4: little, just a little side note here, and then I'll let you go, is, uh, uh let's see, uh, George H.W.? Well, let's yeah. see. He was on the board of Eli Lilly, which was the first company to bring head drugs to market, Ritalin being the first one. Yeah. Okay. And Cheney was on the board. Uh, uh, the other guy, I can't think of his name. Uh, these guys were on the boards of, of Big Pharma. Big well, where Pharma. did
1: where did so, where uh, did um, what's the one Monsanto? That was just bought up by Bayer, German corporation.
4: Yeah. Yeah, so there's there's a there's a lot of levels to this. They, and and the the enemy has been at us for a long time, incrementally, and now it, it, we're very close to them putting it in our face faces and uh this whole vaccine thing is absolute control. It's uh yeah. it's uh it's this is this is war by, by medical uh it- domination to try to. this class
1: warfare it's it's the the royal families against everybody else and that's what all bill gates was knighted by the crown bill gates is a big proponent of all this he's a eugenicist
4: yeah well i'll I'll let it be at that thank you very much eric for your for your uh, keen perspective and and your questions and email me if you want mark i will i will thank you very much and we're going to go to laura i think we're um we're
1: good on time right now right mike yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Just want to check. Uh, going to Laura in Michigan. Laura, are you still there? Thanks for holding. Hi, Eric. Hey, Laura. How are you?
8: Is it okay for me to talk?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You're on air. You're live.
8: Okay. I got my my late father-in-law graduated from University of Detroit. It's a Jesuit school, and right. I gave his alumni magazines. Anyway, one of them had a huge spread in it. How Homeland Security pretty exclusively recruits from Jesuit schools. I wonder what you thought about that. Also, my second part of my question: Donald Trump had a election integrity commission, which he dissolved and turned it over to Homeland Security. I haven't heard them say one thing about it. I don't know if they've done anything.
1: Well, so I'm hang not. A up big... and
8: listen to you. Thanks
1: a lot, Laura. Thanks for calling in. Um, I'm not a big fan of Department of Homeland Security because what it is, it's, it's, they bifurcated the Department of Defense into a Department of Offense, Perpetual War, uh, think of the Roman Legionnaires, constantly at war overseas in one nation state or another, against one people or another, involved in their own civil wars and more, um, and a Department of Defense, which is the Department of Homeland Security, which was originally going to be called the Department of Homeland Defense, Um, that is nothing but a giant federal military police security department. Look at all the agencies that were brought in there. I had a list somewhere. I don't have it handy. I might try to get it at the break. But um, it's all, it's a national, federal, military, and police security, not safety, security department for nothing but that. It's, uh, uh, It's actually even pulling the, Um, all the different departments and agencies and authorities that had their own police, like say transportation authority or whatever, that's big in New York, um, all under one roof where they all work out. And I've been in, I was actually prosecuted in the Federal Fusion Center up in Long Beach in room 5150. And if anyone knows what that is, um, 5150 also adds up to 11, do the math. Five and five and one and zero, that's 11. Uh, these guys are numerologists. That's an important number to them, much like I mentioned about the Homeland Security Act, which was an executive order. It was not legislation. It wasn't passed by our Article One branch of government. It was an executive order by Bush with Tom Ridge holding his hat, walking around. Chertoff comes in. Michael Chertoff took over at one point. Admiral Loy from the Coast Guard took over at one point, um, Coast Guard Commandant. Uh, the fact that they're even called commandants is kind of like a red flag. Um, You know, for all those serving in the Coast Guard, that's all well, fine, and great. Thank you for your service. But you are not a branch of military. You're not supposed to be a branch of military. We're not supposed to have a branch of military in Homeland Security. Uh, They're all supposed to be contained. If, If Coast Guard wants to be a branch of military, then they need to be in the Navy. That's how it went on in... Uh, World War I, uh, the Coast Guard was formed in 1915. You know, we need to have an eye on, uh, especially as the Navy, uh, lighthouses and other assets like that. Um, that whole, you know, thing has changed. But uh, when push comes to shove and we do get into a, 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 an all-out war, um, hopefully not, uh, God forbid, not. Um, but we need to be prepared. And right now our, our, merchant Marine, 97% of international cargo is coming and going on foreign flag, foreign owned, foreign controlled, foreign built ships. It's not good. It's not good at all. Um, I'll get back to the issue that Laura raised as far as, um, we'll got to break. Oh, we got a caller. Sorry. I heard silence, uh, Uh, I don't see it on the board and Earl Earl in Texas Uh, we'll go to a call before the break we got a couple minutes I think Um, Earl welcome to the show
5: yes sir thank you uh, for taking my call I'd like to talk a little bit on the uh, merchant marine thank you Uh, about six months prior to the second world war my dad joined the maritime service I think he's about 15 maybe turning 16 they had no idea the war was coming I'm going to make a long story, real short. He was on the uh, American Sailor training ship over in uh, San Luis Obispo, California, on that Sunday when uh, Pearl Harbor was hit. And as uh, everything started to proceed with the war, and uh, during the war, he was on the uh, USS Winston-Salem on the PQ-17 run. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not. Not that That was a run where only five of the ships made it through. They were taking supplies to the communists up in uh, Muramak, Russia, Port Angel. Hey, Earl, hold on one sec. Hold that thought.
1: Uh, We're going to break. I'll come back to you right after break and let you um, continue. It's
3: happening, ladies and gentlemen. We here at RBN are working with Front Sight Firearms Training Institute to bring our audience the best in combat, tactical, and defensive firearms training. Whether you're a private citizen who is new to firearms, or you have a concealed weapon permit, and when a level of trading that surpasses what you've received from your local gun range. Front Sight provides priceless education and skills taught by seasoned law enforcement, military, and private citizen instructors to levels that far exceed law enforcement and military standard. With nearly a million responsible citizens trained from every town, city, and state from across the United States, Front Sight has bolstered the patriot movement to a whole new level. Contact Dan Sutterfield by phone at 573 Two two three five six or five seven three four six five two three five six or shoot them an email at domedan d-o-m-e-d-a-n at hotmail.com. This is a limited time opportunity. Don't miss it.
0: The Republic Broadcasting Network, late night premiere show, the Hardcore is hosted by activists that want to hear from you, the listeners, so that you can get involved in the activism, please call in at 800 313 9443 At 10 p.m. to enter the discussion, to book yourself as a guest, call our studio at 202-657-5715 or contact RBN staff. Remember, keep it real and
7: take the red pill. Is the Second Amendment your line in the sand? Is the United States Constitution important to you? Are you worried about gun confiscation? You need to join us for free at gunconfiscation.com. At gunconfiscation.com you will meet like-minded patriots, get the latest Second Amendment news, and find anything you need to prepare for gun confiscation. Visit gunconfiscation.com today. That's gunconfiscation.com. Which side are you on?
9: Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, We also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us.
7: 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3.
1: Yeah, all right, people. Um I know I was listening to music. Uh, Mike just chimed in and let me know we were back, but I was just I guys have a good great selection, man. Um the lyrics and the uh the music itself. Wow. Um this is uh, John Satmotter's program, the National Intel Report. I am your guest host, Eric Schein. If you like the program, you like the topics, let the network know. Let John know. Um uh, you know there's not very there's very few topics that are untouched i will go to just about anything that i don't know about it i'll go and look and uh find out but we did mention i want to go back to uh earl in texas here in a minute but um uh one of the previous callers mark in philly uh, did talk about I, I mentioned pat tillman and if you don't know pat tillman's story this was a guy uh mark had actually sh- shared about how uh, one of his um Members of his family um, had, right after Pearl Harbor, joined the military and, um, you know, uh, called a service uh, to defend the country. And uh, Pat Tillman did the same thing. And as the story goes, and there's people out there that can tell it better than I, and you can get it from uh, the family. They've been out there um, trying to get the true story out. Uh, he was uh, an NFL football player. He was set to leave the Army. They kept trying to get him to up. And he was against what he saw. He was going to come back and use his platform as an NFL player and or, you know, uh, uh, a well-known individual um, to get the word out about what he saw was wrong. And he died from uh, friendly fire, quote unquote. And that friendly fire that we're seeing here in the United States is not so friendly. It's not being sponsored by it is coming from you go to McCabe and Comey and all this other stuff going on. These people are beholding to, whether they know it or not, the crown families of Europe and this new uh, corporate state that they're trying to create, not just here in America, but around the world, to carry on a general bankruptcy of each nation, state and move into the next thing for another 50, 75, maybe 100 years, uh, if not a permanent corporate state worldwide as we start to get off this planet. Um, Let me go back to uh, Earl in Texas. We're in our last leg. we got a couple minutes. Go ahead, Earl.
5: Okay. Anyhow, he uh, he was on that PQ-17 run, and how I found out all about this, because uh, he never talked about none of that stuff, uh, it was through the Library of Congress who did a, a couple-hour interview with him alone. That's and, a patrol craft? Uh, I beg your pardon?
1: That's a patrol craft?
5: No, that was the name of a run. It was by, I think, 85 ships. Uh, maritime ships uh, were set sail to bring munitions and all kinds of logistics to uh, Port Angel up in Merrimack, Russia. Right. And um, only five got through. He was on the uh, USS Winston-Salem. And they were badly hit, and they ended up on the iceberg. The communications were out. They were taking all the wooden uh, stuff off the ship, building hooches and everything else on the uh, iceberg. Because they couldn't stay aboard because, you know, you're full of munitions. If uh, right. German aircraft or ships seen it, you know, they, they'll they sink you for sure because you're a sitting duck. But I yeah. think uh, either a Russian or a Scandinavian tanker, they finally made contact through their their um, uh, light signals, and uh, they were towed into uh, into a Port Angel.
1: Well, you don't so, see uh, a similarity between, like, how... The the Clintons and these other families that are on one side trying to keep us away from good relations with the Russians. Um, uh, Even when Bush came in, he was attacking the French, and the French have had good relations with us. And even it was the French king who helped us fight the War of Independence and uh, our Revolutionary War. Um, There's a lot of stuff going on. If you start tracing all this stuff back through history, um, it's the same Thing going on, might look a little bit different. All right, this is Eric Schein filling in for John Statmiller. Shout out if you like the show, like the topics. I uh, hope to be back soon. Take care
3: and stay safe. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed the newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today.
9: The newspaper? Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information, honey.
3: This is a national newspaper. It has to be true.
9: Ha! For some reason, a majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper does not give out the important attention on what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union?
8: No, not that I can see.
9: I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com. Where truth is more important than political correctness, that's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage.
7: Okay, move over. Let me
2: start reading NewsWithViews.com. The truth? Read all about it at NewsWithViews.com. NewsWithViews.com, where reality shatters illusion. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth,
0: truth.